Hello and welcome to Big Trouble and Little Podcast, your weekly home for all things entertainment. Yes, all entertainment. Maybe? Maybe? Question mark. Your no sir crew here is going to switch it up a bit by instead of just talking about a movie weekly, we're going to be talking about all entertainment. If sports comes involved, we're talking about sports, but mostly all of entertainment, movies, TV, music, all the above. The I'm only your way host. We'll talk sports is the same way sports has talked about sports for the last few weeks, and that's if it involves one Taylor Swift. Or, or if you watch ESPN, it's the Cowboys, and it's just constant Cowboys. And here, we're not going to do that. So, I'm your host, Joseph Lussell. I'm along to sit here with Ricky Monticelli. Don't forget about our third. Wait, it's only the two of us. It's the two of us this week. You know, uh, it may switch up here and there. Uh, I did invite him, and uh, I he uh, you know he didn't uh, he didn't text back. So, oh yeah, that that's never happened. Right. Um, so, uh, you know, the third man, who's the third man? You know, you got to find out. It is like the NWO. Like, you know, who's the third man? Did you did he leave you on red? Like, did it actually show you that he read it and he just didn't respond? Um, I think he was smart enough to not have that function on his phone. Yeah, um, he is a douchebag enough about texting to not enable that. So you wouldn't know if you were left on red or not. Yeah, I literally texted him. uh Exactly four hours ago. Like, I just checked the text to see if, and it's about four hours ago that I texted the third man. But just like the NWO, you have to wait and see who will be the third man. See what oh, my God. There. Hulk Hogan's the third man. No, no, no. It's possible. But so, yeah, so we want to talk about entertainment, but not much is happening because of the, you know, the actor strike. First, there's the writer strike. And now that kind of got, uh, you know, resolved, or it will be finalized, and I think in a month or so, or a couple of months. I think. I think. I think they the union voted to ratify. Ratify? Rec- what the fuck is Rec- the word? Strategy. Yeah, whatever the word is, but it's the union voted positive, so they've approved it. So it's essentially like a done deal that just needs to go through all the lawyer schmumbo now. And- yeah. Um, only, but, but the, the pro- my only problem with it, it's only like a three year agreement. So like we could be back here in not that long of time. Yeah. And that's the, you know, crummy part. It's like the funny thing, like the writer strike happened. The actor strike happened. I w- was listening to um at the time months ago it was the fat man beyond Kevin Smith show. And his uh, co-host was like, once the actors, once the writers go on strike and the actors go on strike, they're going to the theaters are going to cave and then we're going to like be back and rocking and rolling within, you know, weeks. And then it's been months now. And the actors is still on strike because the like Netflix and all them won't give them 1% of the income from. Well, how would the executives continue to make their multi-million dollar bonuses if they're not screwing people out of like a hundred bucks? Right. Um, it's there's things you see online like I've never seen the show Suits, but like Suits for some reason is like getting this like pandemonium craze of watching people watching it like 12 million times or like it's like an absurd number amount of viewers and they're getting nothing out of it, you know, and Suits fits into that beloved era of USA television 
where like it was it um the era that kicked off with like monk and then psych and all that stuff yep suits is like the tail end of that era mm-hmm. where uh, i i watched the first four or five seasons of that show it i mean it's not like it's going to be a thought-provoking thing but it's like just enjoyable like trash television like just simple plot points really witty banter hot people everywhere it's all you really need mm-hmm. i mean like, hell the princess are i guess she's not a princess anymore they stepped away from the lineage but you yeah. know megan markle's right there right um yeah they suits was the talent you had you know psych um burn notice fucking loved burn notice uh like monks the getting show. a god did you know monks coming back what monks getting a movie like you know how they did all those psych movies yeah they're i think they might have already done it like they're releasing a monk movie sometime in the next few months hmm. so monk is back it's like monk like the final case or something like that what say what yeah right the last like, case that's what it is yeah i'm like yeah. oh my god Par- oh, all of our parents everywhere are going to be so enamored with the fact Monk is back because it's like all of our parents loved Monk. I didn't mind Monk. I watched like, like, like you with Suits. I watched the first couple months of Monk and then it became that rep- uh, repetitive thing of like, okay, it's the same thing. It's like any USA, like, um, burn notice, it's the same stick of like, all right, we got to hire the hitman, you know, former assassin for this mission. And it's like, but he needs uh his this new sidekick to come around the new season. It's just like all right. And then for it, a while, like he would get back in for like an episode, and then something would happen and he was right back out. And it's just like, God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the good old USA days. Um, but you know, ho- you know, it's just what one percent, but then they like you know, you, you can blast all the owners of, like you have this amount of money, you have billions, you have this, and you can't give up one percent. No, God. I mean, they'll cave eventually, just like they yeah. can. I mean, the writers basically like full stop want their fucking fight with the studios. I don't know if you've seen the video or picture that's kind of come out today where it's like the bullshit that some of the studio heads want. We're like, I think it's a Disney show or something where there's a character filled in in the background that's so obviously like AI generated, like just fucking gross pixel filling. And mm. it just looks awful and it's like i i, this is I think i saw the, the video heads want and it just looks think, so bad i saw the thumbnail for the video and like i clicked on it and like that was like the one time my phone wasn't working to be like all right can you show me what we're what i look for and i was just like i i understand like there's the there's the um the, one of the new dr pepper commercials that I don't know if the guy is AI or not, but like there is the scene of the girl talking to the guy getting on the bus, how he's leaving for the transfer portal or going to a different school. Oh, yeah. He looks AI and like someone posted a photo of him. I'm like, is he AI? I don't know. It just might be really bad lighting and really, you know, over makeup to be, yeah, be I, that guy. I, this is the first time in my life where I hate the era we live in when it comes to this type of stuff. The AI stuff, like there are some good things AI is going to bring about, 
But goddamn, AI being unleashed has been one of the worst things possible for humanity. It's just going to mm-hmm. be such a fucking clusterfuck. Mm-hmm. And they've opened this stuff up to the internet where it's just a bunch of fucking incel idiots and hate to just destroy these things. Yeah. Once the AI started, then it's just the fun of, you know, uh, it's the higher deep fakes. It's the more, you know, detailed deep fake of, wait, am I watching this? Like, is this, no, like, but you can clearly tell, you know, something like I saw a photo the other day of like actors standing together, like, look at them, they're all together. And then, you know, two minutes later, someone posting, gotcha, you know, like, or not gotcha, like, that's not them, it's AI. Well, and like, there's gonna be disgusting stuff from the dark web where it's like, you mm-hmm. find five pictures of someone, and they're gonna be able to generate nudes of them from mm-hmm. AI generated stuff. And it's like, we're so behind on the laws for this stuff. Where it's like that stuff, like we need to get laws on the books now. Basically saying like, you fucking post this type of stuff, you're going to jail. But yeah, we don't I, have any any sort of defense against that shit yet. I did see something about how gl- the <laughs> Gladiator Two movie that we all asked for, dude, and the fucking like synopsis for that sounds insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like they're while filming or during when they did film, they did like the background actors were Disney scan without consent, and so like arena shots are just straight up AI. You know, so and it's not even like you're not even like again, like what the video you're talking about earlier about how it's just like it's not that good of AI anyway. And the guy said like he didn't have enough time to like basically they went to them, it's like, hey, you will be doing we're gonna do AI and you're gonna deal with it type stuff. And well, just... I mean, they don't have like the capability. There's like only a few studios that can do it and do it well. And it's why you've seen such a downgrade in it because they're just like Disney and all these people keep coming to them being like, we need you to churn out like three movies, five series, and we need it all in like six months. And they're like, what? Well, and you, you can kind of see like look at that. Uh, you like if you look at yeah, like look at Marvel movies just because of the fact you know honestly since Endgame they haven't been churning out the best movies. They are entertaining. You know, that's just more of a Ant-Man 3. It's just all CGI, like green screen galore. It's all, you know, we got to be up to date with our, uh, you know, effects. And it's just like, no, be just be normal. Just do see, make build sets like the Star Wars shows are good, but it's also because they have they're using, you know, the surround sound monitors and then they also build the sets to work with some physical like media to it it's not like in the prequels where it's like just a ton of green screen so it made things questionable yeah you mcgregor even said it in the when they did obi-wan it's like i'm actually happy i can actually see who i'm talking to because in the prequels it's a tennis ball on a stick it's actually pretty impressive what you and mcgregor pulled out of that considering that's what he was having to deal with yeah a lot of the actors yeah like I, I just saw the video of um, one of the scenes from Phantom Menace. It's them eating dinner when the guy with the Jar Jar suit on, and it's like Jar Jar's head on top of him. And someone's like, "How can, how could you keep a straight face during this scene when like he's acting like Jar Jar, but it's just you see, like, you just it's a like mask on uh, on top of his head. It like almost like it makes me go back and think like." What an even harder spot that like Hayden Christensen got put in. It's like, hey, 
you don't know like you're pretty still new to acting by the way come into a thing where it's all green and you have no real idea how to deal with the scene that's going on mm-hmm. yeah that's the crazy thing and hopefully you know the writer strike you know acting actor strike ends soon because movie theaters you know we'll talk about later with the box office but it's like Movies are kind of dreadling on the idea of what to go watch. Like, you know, we went, we, I went two straight months to the theaters and now it's like, what was the last movie I saw? What was the last movie we saw? Uh, uh, fuck. What did we saw? Yeah, what, what was that? Yeah. Right. Uh, I can pull up my list. Okay. But you know, we, it's, we were seeing movies almost every other week to that time frame, but now I mean, I've I, had movies I've wanted to go see. It's also just been like a really busy time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I um, will agree with you on the fact that like the end of the year is real fucking thin. Oh, Haunting in Venice was the last one. We Haunting saw in Venice. Yeah, it was the last movie we saw. And yeah, that was mid September. Yeah. And. But, you know, if I go to my if I go to my. uh where we go if i go to my uh cinemark ticket stubs uh i had um where we go uh guardians in may then uh that's renfield i'm going am i going backwards hang on there we go there we go uh guardians may spider-verse in june flash in june uh, saw the room again. Oppenheimer, Barbieheimer, the third, you know, in July. Mission Impossible, August, and then the last movie was September, M- mid September, for the Haunting in Venice. And it's just yeah, and like, like the way that they pushed a bunch of stuff out from the end of this year to kind of like fill in the start of next year, just in case of like how long the strike's gonna go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be rough. Like, we, I was supposed to be getting fucking Dune time this October. Yep. And now yep. that's like spring or something now. I want to say March. Uh, Dune 2. Fucking Vin Diesel's son's going to be 47 by the time they film that second film. March 15th is supposed to be Dune. So far away from my Dune. Yeah. And, and, and I know I'm a. You know, the third man and I are big, you know, Snyderverse people and the the DC stuff. The new Aquaman movie, I'm just like, okay. Like, I'm not hyped for it. Like, see, and it's funny because, like, Keith fucking loved that first Aquaman, that piece of, yeah. that piece of shit first Aquaman movie. Cause that, that thing is a piece of shit. Keith loves that movie for some reason. I don't know why we haven't said his name either. We keep calling him, like, being real, like, weird about yeah. his name. Strategy, no, yeah, yeah. Well, Keith loved it. Like to me, I thought the first Aquaman was okay. I felt like it was a cheesy, like lethal weapon knockoff type thing. Uh, by that, I mean like the guitar riffs and the slow motion of like oh, yeah. a zoom in. I'm like, why are we? What's with all these zoom in guitar riffs? Come on, dude. Now. And all the underwater stuff looks so garbage. Yeah, like and, the movie just looked garbage. And seeing the reports for the new. Uh, Aquaman too. It's like, yeah, there's been so many, you know, rewrites, re, you know, people walking out of the previews, 
angry about it. Well, they you know? couldn't have the fucking bed pooper have a big role in this movie after everything that happened. So they had to somehow try to edit her out of the film. Amber Amber Heard, right? Or is yeah. the bed pooper? But then Elon Musk writes oh, a letter. Allegedly. Allegedly. It might have been her dog. Yeah. Um, her, they wanted her out. Elon Musk writing a letter saying, here, burn the whole place down if you get rid of her. Dude, that guy's um, going to need to be more worried about where he gets the rest of his fucking money to make up for what he's done to Twitter. Yeah. He's blowing it up, and it's that funny thing of, like, you bought it for this amount. It's now worth, like, $2 million. He's he's WCW in a way. Pretty hard. Yeah. Um. So hopefully that, you know, the strike ends because we want movies because, again, we were left on cliffhangers for a lot of stuff, and... I know yeah, you we're know, gonna they, be lucky to get Spider Verse till like 2027 at this point. Yeah, and when they when they uh, you know first said it was going to be out the following year, and then strike happened. We're like, please end the strike soon. And now it's I, like, yeah, probably I did love before the strike happened though. They're like, it's coming out next year, and then like actors and like people who draw it were like, we haven't even started yet. That's not gonna happen. And we were like, oh, yeah, oh come on now, um. Yeah, the, the movie theater experience has kind of been a dud because, you know, again, they're not pushing the creator, out. though. The creator looks so good and I want to go see it. And I just haven't had time. It looks like Rogue One was... to me. Yeah, because it was made it's the director. Me. I was yeah. going to say it was actually made by the person. Who's... And I love Rogue One. So. And I really wanted to see. I know it's probably a piece of shit, but Gran Turismo looked like a movie that would look good in theaters. Yeah. I feel like I'm not going to like it as much watching it at home now. Yeah. Um, you know, I was also thinking about working, uh, watching from home is, you know, if you have Netflix, they're going to raise the price up again, even though they just did it like a year ago. And, and, you know, they're doing the whole Netflix is raising the price up. Disney's going after Canada on uh, password sharing. Netflix has started or is going to. I thought Netflix already did their password sharing shit. I think they have, but they're, I think it's not a... How do I want to put it? I don't think it's a... Um, they're looking hard enough type situation. Oh, like it isn't locking it down well enough? Yeah. Maybe like, it was like... Maybe that's their soft backpedal from it. was just yeah. like, we're going to do it, but like it's only for the people who are really stupid about it. Yeah, because you're not really... Because, uh, you know... I don't want to. I'll put it in the air. Uh, no, uh, the the producer's brother shares mine, and it's like I haven't received like a notice. Like, hey, we've noticed your, you know, knock on wood that I won't get one. Uh, but the you know, hey, we've noticed that you're getting. Look, Mister Netflix is going to call us tomorrow. Yeah, right. But I, I'm at a point too where like I'm I probably cut Netflix for myself because I only really watch like three things on it, and it's just to go to bed too. We only got Netflix again because it because we switched to T-Mobile and Netflix is free with T-Mobile. That's the only it, yeah. reason I have Netflix is because yeah. we had dropped it. So the only reason we bring it back was if like a show came back. So like we'd either wait for the show to finish its season if it was something like Great British Bake Off and then yeah. we'd watch it all. And that's one. OK, this is one of the things that pisses me off about people who bitch about like it's terrible that all the prices are going up and people are like, there's too many streaming apps. I have to own all this stuff to watch. It's like one, you don't have to own it all. 
Mm-hmm. This isn't like where you get locked into those shitty cable contracts and you have to have it for three years or something, or you get charged insane amount of money. You can drop it easily every mm-hmm. month. You, if you're not watching something on it, drop it. I do. I don't have Max right now because I don't know what the fuck's on that piece of shit anymore. Um. Well, yeah, yeah, you can. You can do like once a month. You can do it, or you wait till you can find that you know forty three month deal or something. You know, or if you yeah, we're getting into that season card. Yeah, that's why I have Peacock right now. Is I think I got a Black Friday deal last year where it was like two dollars a month for Peacock. And I'm like, I mean, it's two bucks a month. I can find something on Peacock and watch it yeah. for two dollars a month. And then you look, and you're like, there's really nothing unless it's like a WWE pay per view, and it's just like, and I got how I, I got to watch the Giants games that were yeah. like the two Giants games that were on Peacock this year because of it. I make the joke, and something they criticize me because like, why do you have Peacock? I'm like, I really don't do it for the wrestling pay per views and golf when it's like the U.S. Open or a tournament that's on Peacock. That is really the only time I've watched Peacock. Maybe um, well, Halloween ends when it came out a couple a year or two ago. It was because it was streaming on Peacock when it released in theaters at the same time. So I just did that. But Peacock, yeah. like I have, I have them all. But I might, I you know, great British Bake Off. Um, I watched the Mystery Science stuff just to fall asleep to, and that's really it on the Netflix area then it's so hard for me to ever get invested in a netflix show because it's like there's mm-hmm. no like it's i'm gonna get a season maybe two and then you're gonna drop it and i'm never gonna get satisfied from it so why should i invest at all i it was for me stranger things i stopped after season two like because and that's one of the few that's actually gonna get its full like run allegedly <laughs> because of the fact that it's just you that's know true. The, they had to stop because of the strikes the strikes and like the kids are so getting older and it's just like we're gonna have the Dom Toretto kid situation and like how are you how old are you now in this you know you're I'm 13 going yeah. on 45 yeah but but I just saw your your one of your scenes in the your movie and that wasn't you know <laughs> you need to be 18 for that <laughs> um it's like when fucking Harry Potter hanged dong after he was done with Harry Potter and like that yeah. stage play it's the thing of um the actress from Lost. She was um she was in season three, and then she was um Liam Neeson's daughter in Taken, and she was supposed to be like sixteen. And I'm like, oh jeez, you're not sick, Maggie Grace. I was like, because she is, uh, she is forty and currently forty. She's so, a woman. But, she's forty. She's a woman. She's forty. But she was on, yeah, I like watched her on Lost and then like she's trying to have an affair on Lost and then then in Taken, she's supposed to be a 16 year old. I'm like, no, we're not playing this game of, you know, I just saw you trying back to the 90210 days when they had mid 30 year olds playing teenagers. Yeah. Um, But yeah, you know, Netflix doing that. They got a. I, you know, everybody's going to be raising stuff up and, you know, Disney just re-rose its prices too. They just rose one up another $5, I believe it mm-hmm. is. And, you know, I, is this the, the thing with people like, well, I need to cut TV and I need to do this for, cause I'm going to go streaming. Like, good luck with that. You know, you can do I that. Mean, I but... cut cable from Comcast cause I use mm-hmm. Fubo right now. I really only get TV though for like half the year. Like I'll yeah. have TV for like football season. But like in the summer, 
there's just not that much to really watch. I'm like, oh, I fucking get baseball through T-Mobile now too, so I don't really need to watch television. So yeah. bye. Yeah. But that's also why I like doing the online TVs because I can drop those easily without having to fucking deal with all the rigmarole that mm-hmm. regular cable companies try to get. I also ba- just basically agreed with myself to never do business with Comcast ever again. So mm-hmm. yeah, because fuck them. Yeah, we have all the streaming stuff and it's looking like uh, Richard that sadly movies are going to go that way as well because of the announcement today that Best Buy probably be the beginning is getting starting quarter one or maybe in 2024 that they're going to start getting rid of physical movies on in the store and online. So I will say one thing to the story is that no reputable like website yeah. has come out with this yet. It was like comic book news mm. or something like release. But yeah, if this is actually happening, which I mean, there's a chance. Hopefully there'll be a big backlash and they'll backpedal a little bit and be like, oh, well, it's still online. You just you can't get it in stores anymore. And I could understand that. But dropping physical media altogether between move like I CDs. OK, whatever. Drop music. That's fine. The only like real physical media people are searching out anymore in music is vinyls, which they aren't dropping. I think they they still have those. I, like, I just saw gonna... that they have the. Uh... Uh, the one by us has the Macho Man Randy Savage Ooh, album nice. in vinyl for no reason. I'm like, why are we uh, having for all the reason? It's Macho well, Man Randy Savage. Yeah, you, we gotta. You have to listen to his uh, uh, song, and I have never heard of it. I just know the title. It's "Be a Man," and it says "Shot at Hogan." It's him rapping about Hogan, and it's called That's "Be a Man." Wait, he's rapping? Yes, this is a rap. Amazing. Too snooted out of his mind to even know what he's probably actually doing. Yeah. But yeah, I can't believe we're going to lose. Like, you can't go buy games. Where am I going to get my Steelbook fix? I guess you got to do. And like, that's why I had like exclusives. Like, they had exclusive for Steelbooks. Like, most Steelbooks went through Best Buy. So now it's like someone's either going to get that deal or something. But uh, I am not pleased with this situation. So hopefully it's not like all real news and there's some fake news going on, but let's hope because it's, you know, doing the, you know, doing the shoot, you know, and you know, and you can see it online too. The best quality of movies is 4k on a 4k player, a physical copy on with, on your, you know, full 4k TV instead of um, a streamer. Yeah, people don't know. You're never getting true 4K quality streaming. It's just, one, you're not getting the cap to get through that on your internet for what requires full 4K streaming abilities. So if you think you're streaming 4K, you're not. You're just you're never getting 4K through through streaming ever. Mm-hmm. Um, like I one one of the times I did one of my multiple Marvel uh rewatches i was watching of the uh avengers first avenger movie and we started on disney because again you know i own it all but i'm like yeah i'm too lazy to walk the lazy two fuck. feet <laughs> yes and i got up and i you'd have to unwrap the movie like it's just so yeah, much right work. it's not even it's not even unwrapped um but 
I started watching it on Disney Plus, and like it started hurting my eyes to the point I'm like, I gotta get up and put in the movie because it's just the it was just hurting my eyes. Um, but yeah, you're when not getting your... the when we did the Mission Impossible watch through, like where we were streaming those, all of those looked kind of shitty streaming quality wise. And then they released all those steelbooks, and I watched one of them in, on the steelbook. I'm like, oh my god, this actually looks good. Like it, mm-hmm. uh, it's not all blurry and grainy. Yeah. But again, I just hope this is yeah because I think the where was the website um like lo- uh, losing movies the website was what was it like digital bits yeah so there's not like an official official news branch hasn't released this news yet and even in the yeah. article I read from the comic book news or whatever fucking site yeah was like we don't have any like confirmed confirmation about them not selling them on like it sounds like the not doing it in stores anymore is basically like confirmed like that is happening mm-hmm. but there was no real confirmation that they were dropping physical media all together yeah. that would be weird right like you would think they'd still have enough sell like sell enough physical media to at least do it online yeah i i was trying to see if i could find the revenue for movies and i couldn't find anything for best buy but it's like you but know, not- during you, you, I would say, you know, during Black Friday, you know, a good chunk of a lot of money goes to movies because it's, you know, $10 and 15 for 4K that just came out two weeks ago. And it's not just movies because they said they're going to drop games. Like, so are they just going to pull out the games altogether besides like consoles? I And I don't think and that's the thing, too. Like, I don't think they're going to do. I can see movies because I've seen the movies evaporate at our local Best Buy being the fact that I mean, it, it used was, to be like multiple aisles. And now it's like one to, and a half used to be like five aisles of like 24 feet. Now it's one aisle on back to back sides. That's 24 feet and uh, two shippers. Uh, I mean, uh, like um, little, yeah, little shippers that they put the things on. Yeah. Um, You have two of those. That's it. And, Gaming, yeah, I I don't think gaming is because in fact they're releasing a brand new PlayStation Five Slim. You're not gonna, you know, I don't think they're going to. I think it's possible if they get rid of games, there's going to do consoles still. But I don't think why get rid of games and just and do that consoles. Would, that feels so weird because it feels like you'd just be losing like an add-on thing you can sell people who are buying the console. Yeah, you know, you don't know how many times, how many like midnight openings they do for you know they don't do them now as lately anymore but back in the you know not too long ago it was like i'm gonna go get in line for halo 4 at 9 p.m our time they're gonna open it up for us to get our show and there was long lines for those you know call of duties halo modern warfare all those type games and there were lines for those they're not needed anymore because you know you can buy something off Best Buy or Amazon. And you get it a day before he even releases in the yeah. store. So yeah, it's one I, mean, of the... I also don't like maybe this is companies thinking we can force people to go and buy digital downloads and whatnot. But like, I don't want to go and have to pay full because pr- they never like really discount those things online then. So I don't really want to pay full price for something that's four years old. I want to find the physical cop. Also, mm-hmm. that way. Say fucking, what is it? Movies Anywhere, I think, is the one where you can download everything and have access to it anywhere. 
fucking something weird happens and they go belly up and suddenly my entire like online thing is just gone and I have mm-hmm. no access to all these things I own because yep. it's all on a cloud somewhere that if their fucking server crashes and I just get fucked. Hey, Whereas say, if I just look over my physical media is always right where I want it to be. Say you want to play your video game, uh, play a video game, but your internet, internet goes out. Yeah. What? You got to just look at your Xbox be like, hey, do something. It's like, sorry, you need internet to play this game. So I Yeah, I don't like like there is obviously advantages to the digital revolution and everything. Yeah. But I want I want to go back now. What it's going to end up happening is it's going to where like how there's old record stores where you can go like search through vinyl to find stuff. That's going to mm-hmm. be us going to yep. like physical media, digital or physical movie stores to go and find stuff to buy now, which I'm also not totally against. I kind of like that idea now that I've said it out loud. Because I'm fully prepared for like a brick and mortar revival of like a blockbuster. Like yeah. I want to go somewhere to rent a movie to have a physical copy Buy some snacks while I'm out. Yeah, like, I'm all for. I I am I am all for for physical copies. I'm a physical copy girl, you know. To the point of my ADD kicks in. I have to rebuy everything for the 4K, and it's just like I don't. I it's that weird thing to see and be like, but why? Why? Why are we going to do? Like I told, sent you the text. Like someone mentioned to me at the shoot of like. Warner Brothers said in 2025 they're no, no longer going to be bringing out physical copies of stuff. I mean, remember this is the company though that just fucking tanked HBO and all sorts of shit. So it's not like they're making the best business decisions. Mm-hmm. They, um, you know, example, you know, low key still book, the WandaVision still book, the Mandalorian still books that were coming up for Disney. Originally, it was just the still book. There wasn't going to be no. Uh, no discs involved. It was just going to be like buy a still book for the art, and then month a month two later they're like, ah, oh, we'll put the physical stuff inside as well. Such a weird fucking choice. Just ugh, whatever. These companies are really what it is is a bunch of fucking old white men sitting in a room going, "This is what the young people want," and having no actual idea what the young people want. Yeah. And it's like, no, we know what we want. You're just not listening to us. No, no, no. You want to stream everything. You want, you don't want to go anywhere for this. It's like, no, we, we do though. No, you don't. It's like how for the fucking 30th anniversary or whatever it was for uh, Mean Girls and they released the entire movie in bits on fucking TikTok. And I'm like, what the yeah. fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. No one wants to watch a full movie that's like a reasonable person on TikTok, even as a youth. Yeah. Wait, you're telling me I have to swipe up every minute and a half? That's work, and I'm not doing that. It's like, you don't, like, that's completely not understanding what people go to things like TikTok and Reels for. Like, Mm -hmm. no one's wanting to watch a movie through TikTok. Yeah. Sure, sure, when you're watching it, like, a scene comes in, you're like, what movie? Like, for me, I do it sometimes, like, what movie is that from? Like, what, wait, where is this going? Okay, I know what movie it is, and and I'm back out. Swipe up. New something new. But yeah, I'm not going to watch an hour and a half movie on TikTok and have to work for the to see what the next scene is. Even though I've seen it. Fucking annoying all these fucking companies and their bullshit. It is. You know, it's also annoying. Dragon Ball. 
Dragon Ball Z. I'm bringing it up now. Dragon Ball announced uh, they're doing a new show. It's like Dragon Ball Daima something. D-A-I-M-A. There you go. I can't read. I don't have it. But it's stupid because of the fact that all the characters are becoming children. Folks, we already did this with GT to the point that that we had to erase it from canon. But we're doing it again. But this time, the plot twist, guys, is that not not just the main character Goku is becoming the uh, child. The whole everybody is. I don't like it. I don't like it one damn bit. That's all I got wow, for that. One. Really, it's just that's full on what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Just we're making everybody children because we got nothing better to do. Because they're not doing because they they've come out with they've came out with two movies. And normally when they do a TV show, it's just the movie expanded into three months worth of, you know, content. But now it's we're doing something brand new, but we're all children like. It's such a weird decision. Like, if anything, just fucking redo Dragon Ball and bring it into like new age animation. And that would make you good, make you enough money and people would be happy. Yeah, with one hundred percent of the fact of that, you could you could just redo Dragon Ball and make it into the newer. Uh, yeah, just make it prettier and, with new animation, and you'll get probably get more fans like that. But no, we're going to do uh, uh, just something we've already done before. We're just going to uh, that nearly tanked the series. Yeah, yeah, that's Every- weird. That's a weird choice. Weird way to go with it. it. That almost makes me think he's like, no, GT was brilliant, so I'm gonna do it again. But now everyone's a kid. Yeah, I got, I got an idea. It's like, no, give me so the title. Have, so we have that TV show. Uh, another new TV show, and it sounds like, and is the Halloween franchise is going to uh, Miramax got the rights to it. It was supposed to be a twenty four. So I was kind of like, okay, where does a twenty four go with this? But Miramax is getting it, I think, back. I think they've had it before. And it's going to do, um, they're going to do TV shows, kind of like what Chucky and Friday the 13th did, and more movies. But as I told you before, Rick, this, this would be the sixth multiverse in this Halloween franchise. And I love the Halloween franchise. Man, but like, maybe just let it die. Come up with something new and just like make money off of the already established good films. Well, you know, the ones that exist. Yeah. And don't don't do this. Like, I get that you see Scream and you see that Scream's revival has worked well, but like Scream was meta that it worked that way. I I don't know about this. Scream's Scream had a TV show, but it bombed. But it was was also. It was MTV TV show. Yes, it was. So it oh, was man. an MTV show. The wife and I were bitching about MTV and VH1 the other day, but like, yeah. man, I wish TRL still existed. Uh, it's just Rob Deirdrick, um, MTV. Yeah, we were in the morning, and I was like, something came on. I was like, man, I want to watch a music video. Go to MTV. It was like fucking Teen Moms or something. I'm like, cool, yeah. cool. VH1 was fucking something stupid too. 
Yeah. Like, what are we doing the, here? Like, what are what what are we doing here? The, the music in MTV is no longer there. They they don't they don't do music videos. Nobody does. Also, who's um, watching that to like keep it profitable? Who's watching all that crap? People. I saw a thing months ago, and it was like the uh, MTV schedule, and it was just basically ridiculous. For and it's just like schedule, it's just ridiculous every for all day, every day. And it's just like, you know, t- like I'm looking at it right now, it's catfish. And it's like, no, what? No, it's just reality TV nowadays. And Teen Mom, Jersey Shore. I, yeah, we need just like, to start a no sell TRL. We'll do it on Twitch. We just need to find someone to be our VJ. Yeah. And we're going to, br- we're going to bring it back. I'm okay with that. Um, uh, I did try to start watching. Um, so, uh, Dark Side of the Ring on Vice was a big hit, and then Vice was like, "Okay, what can we do to make profit on Dark Side of the Ring?" Got it. Dark Side of the two thousands. Dark Side of this. Dark Side of the NBA, NFL. You know, like, and they did a Dark Side of the two thousands, and one was an episode about TRL. And I was like, all right, I'm in you 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 piqued my interest on this. And I started you've watching tickled my you've tickled my nostalgia bone with that. Let's go. Yeah. And then I got like it, it was like eleven o'clock at night and I got like fifteen minutes in and I was just like, all right, and I'm done. But like they had they had people like Chris, I think Lance Bass, Lance Bass, uh Lance Bass and like Chris Patrick from NSYNC was on it and like they talked about the early days of Carson Daly on by himself. And how weird it was, and then how the this grew and grew, and you know, may or may not have been rigged. Who knows? I mean, does anyone really fucking care about that though? <laughs> I do. Um, are we are people really going to like nowadays be like you're telling me the voting process for TRL wasn't fucking tried and true locked in system? I'm offended. Well, once uh, Tom Green's "Bum Bum" song took over. Uh, uh, took TRL for number one one at one day. You knew it was a. Uh... Well, I mean, it's. I don't know if you've ever heard the story, and I'm glad Keith's not here for me to destroy his heart. But that, like, the reason why Fred Durst and like Limp Biscuit got big was basically as like the studio scene, like to prove it to themselves, they could make any music popular by just paying for it to be on the radio constantly. Mm-hmm. And- and it proved to be right because limp. I mean, also that limp biscuit was fantastic new age music. That was part of our generation, but mainly because the studios paid for it to be played constantly. So it made it popular. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So I'm not surprised that probably there was money being exchanged to make things TRL top tens to make them popular. Yeah. I just remember the times when you're like, can I just listen to the whole music video? And it's like, here's 30 seconds of, uh, you know, uh, Crazy Town's Butterfly at number eight. And it's just like, give me the full th- third, three minutes. Or like they'd pick an Eminem song, but for some reason they picked the sequence of the Eminem song where half of it's getting bleeped out anyways. And then you have the host talking over it. So it's like, what are we doing here? And then Mariah Carey lost her shit. Um, oh, we did get the one wrestling angle in TRL, though. That was fun. Yeah. Then we had all the winter. I... Uh, like winter wrestling, WCW winter uh, fest and type stuff, and just like okay, 
That was um, also the time period where like everything that was popular was filmed in a studio looking out of somewhere in New York. Yep. Yeah. I think the only thing that does that now is um well sadly e- ESPN does but they're closing that building down I guess the one that they shoot out in New York the show like the waterfront um they're shutting that down um but like the new year's uh countdown with or you know whatever uh, Dick Clark's countdown with Seacrest that's the only one they do and does the today show still film oh yeah today show still does yeah god damn that's another thing that used to be like an American tradition that like no one fucking cares about anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Or it doesn't help that they're doing like, they go like, welcome to hour three or hour four. And it's like, or pre hour today show. Is Strahan still on the today show? He's on good morning America. Oh, that's right. He's GMA. Yeah. So he's on that. And then like, I'm seeing like, Right, you know, they have your normal Good Morning America or normal Today crew, and then at you know that goes from seven to ten, but then ten to eleven, it's the third hour crew that you're like, who are you again? And who, you know what you killed know? the morning shows? Regis Philbin leaving. Regis yeah. made the morning shows. Hmm. I miss you, Regis. You know what's so funny about the morning shows, and I'll bring it up because it was it's part of our, when we first talked about the SAG stuff, how Drew Barrymore. Uh, was like I'm going to return during the wider strike, and then they would kick people out supporting the strike, and then she's like, "Well, if you know, we don't have anything to do." I, I, you know, she apologizes and rejoins the strike, and then her head writer's like, "Yeah, I'm not coming, but we're not coming back." It's Drew Barrymore was like an American sweetheart, and she borderline might have tanked her career now because no. Like no writer is gonna want to work with her now. Mm-hmm. There's some. There was one other show that came back. Uh, Bill Maher, but then he left. He went. He he jumped ship back. No, to... but it, there was another daytime one that came back, and I can't remember the actress's name who had a daytime show. Whatever. But like they came back, and it's just like basically they fucked. I mean, Bill Maher is a piece of shit, and he'll just pay some other right wing college student to come and write for him. Yeah. But yeah, I think Drew Barrymore might have really fucked herself. Yeah. Is that funny thing? Like, Drew Barrymore's returning, and then nope, she's and gone like, because I, nobody returned. I get it. Like, her contract didn't really fall under either of the strikes, and I'm sure like, the studio or whatever was just like, bitch, you're coming back or you're losing your show. But like, damn, Drew, you don't really need the money. Like, have a bit more of a backbone. Yeah. Um, the third man just texted me, so that's congratulations. Yeah, it's, on, it's on it's on point, you know, it's on point. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, like look at, you know, one other thing. It's like look at John Cena. He has nothing to do, so he went back to WWE. But then he did a press conf they did the you know the the WWE press conference after the last pay-per-view, and they're like someone asked him, like, hey, if the if the actor strike ends tomorrow, will you be at the next show that you're being promoted for? And he's like, No. I will be going back to work because I can't do. He's like, I can't do both because I have other people's jobs. Yeah. I mean, there's a legal, if I get hurt. Yeah. 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 He's like, if I get hurt and I can't film, 
I'm ca- I'm costing you know hundreds of people their job after waiting months to get their job back. Well, basically, it was Rock getting injured at WrestleMania that basically made that never going to happen again because of yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's that fun thing with wrestling, which you know you can listen to what we talk about in the No So Podcast about how um you know Rock came back for a week. Rock Rock was on McAvee. It's like Cena's back, and it's like, huh? You guys have nothing to do, huh? And, you got to do something and WWE will pay you to come back for a, a one off or a, a month off. What a piece of shit rock was too. fucking fucking should have been me at maniac fucking shut up, bitch. Go away. He could have. He is that. That's the funny thing with the rock. It's like, well, it should have been me at mania versus Roman. Well, we just couldn't do anything right. It's like you probably could have done something right. You just didn't do something right. You're too busy going to make shitty black Adam movies. Oh, that was okay, but I I digress. Speaking of uh, Black Adam in that verse, um, in the new DCU, uh, no one uh, no one's returning, so no Affleck, so mean, no Godot, or in the DCU. Does that mean Ezra Miller's also gone then? I assume, but then there's rumors of uh, Momoa coming back, but he's going to be Lobo, so he's going to be he's going to be someone different. He's going to be a different uh, uh, comic book guy. And if you're, I don't, I still don't get this. They canned a bunch of fucking movies after like the fucking Discovery merger. Why are you still released? Like, I get it. You're fucking millions of dollars in the hole to this shit now. But goddamn Flash definitely didn't make any real money to make a difference in that hole you're in. I, I, I've been wanting to tell you at their shoot, we have still books. And there's like five or six still books, you know, when they come out. And I know you you didn't you did not like the movie at all, but there's like still four or five still books of the Flash, like in the same spot that's been since it got released. I was just like, I guess no one liked this movie besides me and Keith. Yeah, what a surprise! No one liked a DCU movie besides you two. Yeah, but it's just that crazy thing. Like I just see, I walk by and I'm like, oh, there's the Flash still books. How many are there? Oh, all of them are still there. Like, geez. But and, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm sure Gunn will end up making a DCU that's good because it's James Gunn. He doesn't really do, but I mean, he unquestionably, I think at this point in my mind, has the best trilogy in the Marvel universe. Yeah, uh, 100%. Like, by a pretty good mile. Because yeah. as much as I like the Avengers movies, the three Guardians movies are better. And it's like kind of hard to do, like make those Avengers movies. Like, yes, they are a trilogy or four because of uh, you know what they are. But like to me, I don't. I see them as a get together movie. I don't see them as like you. I'm gonna go watch this movie by itself. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, they're not really intertwined. Like yeah. you couldn't watch Avengers and then the second Avengers and then Endgame and everything and like yeah, really tell yourself like an actual story. Because the you same know, way you could with the three Iron Mans or the three Thors. Yeah. Although I guess uh, even with Thor now, you really couldn't do that. Thor has no real like overarching storyline for its character yeah. between the four movies. Yeah. God, and that newest one was such a piece of trash. Yeah, yeah. Um originally for me, the Captain America ones were me, but that's just to be honest, the reason it was more for me was because of Winter Soldier being so no, good. I mean that's and a then, fair argument, and I mean Civil yeah. War, yeah, and those do still have an overarching storyline because the storyline is Cap and Buck. Yeah, so like to me, until mm-hmm. I saw Guardians three, 
I will buy your argument though for that being the second best trilogy, and then probably Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say Guardians, Cap, and I would say yeah. If you do like, if you break down all the movies and stuff, it's like yeah, it's I uh Guardians, Cap. I would say Iron Man. Then you go Thor. Then you can do like Ant Man or something if you you know if you are that crazy put in the five. But I, I don't even really like Ant Man, and I could put in the argument that two Ant Man movies are probably better than the quartet of Thor movies. Thor yeah. really only has one good standalone movie, Ragnarok. Yeah, because it's it's the fact that with Thor, it's you had three different at three different directors because the first one never returned, second one he never returned. Then we got uh, Taiki, and then. Ragnarok was phenomenal, but then he just overdid it in the fourth one to kind of like, did, did you did you hurt uh, did you hurt Ragnarok? And some people say yes, some people say no in that routine. But it's like, yeah, Dude, that's why I think he went in the full f- smelling his own farts in that newest movie. Like he just went full into himself. It was so bad, and that's why like I know Hemsworth said that he would do like Thor five will happen. But it's like Hemsworth, like it needs to be different. It needs to be a different vibe. Why is so, Thor the one we're getting the most movies of? That's my problem. Because he's a god. I'd, um, I, mean, I guess we're finally getting the fourth Cap movie in the next two years. Yeah, at least. Well, it's a new Cap movie, but it's really like a new, you know, I mean, like. It's basically like episode seven of the yeah. cat movie. Hopefully it's not a piece of shit like episode seven. Uh, ju- in July, we're getting it. Oh, shit, it comes out next year? I thought we yeah. had. I wonder well, if that holds even yeah. with the writer's strike. Yeah, July July, uh, 26 will be. Because like Black Panther, you can't even end up calling it like a trilogy because of the tragedy yeah. really disconnecting the movies. Yeah. Um. Like you can hell look, you know, you know, we talked about how, you know, earlier about how people are hating the Marvel Star Wars, how the effects are like, look at the Marvel's movie coming out. It's projected for to only hit 50 or 70 million. It's opening weekend. Like granted that it's still good, but that's not Marvel good of, you know, yeah, 120 million when your budget or 500 million the first weekend when your budget was. 300 or something that it was It's such a weird thing for me because I loved the first Captain Marvel movie mm-hmm. I liked the Marvel TV show and I liked the introduction of Rambo in the WandaVision show mm-hmm. I loved all those characters and their standalone thing I think the movie's gonna be a piece of shit yeah I I'm... the trailers to me make that movie look like a piece of shit yeah yeah and I'm one of those you know I, yeah, I agree. I, I, again, I'll see it, but it's just like I'm not excited for it. The trailer does not help the idea of the movie. The way the Miss Marvel the tra- ends and just sets it up, like okay, cool. And then the trailer, I think the trailer hurts the fact because when you were doing um, Secret Invasion, they're showing the trailer, and then you see what Nick Fury is in Secret Invasion to what he is in the trailer. Like you're not helping the story continue. You know, the weaving and the way. So that's also part of my like why I was pissed off from WandaVision into the newest Doctor Strange movie. I'm like, how did we go from where Wanda was at the end of WandaVision to full-on batshit crazy lady and Strange? Like, what the... Where was our connector there? You had an entire TV show to get us there and didn't. Well, 
I know it's not on our notes, but it brings us to that. I'll, I'll bring it up. Did you know that like Marvel is now doing the smart thing by, I mean, that is they, they're doing the daredevil reboot uh, show. However, was oh, it back on again? Cause it's been no, on it's and back, off like seven. It's back times. on again. But what they're doing is they're firing everybody and they're bringing in more people by that. There is, they're going to have, the like what it's going to be is they're going to they're refiring everybody they're bringing back a head writer for the show instead of just all right throw stuff at the wall and it works because the rumor was daredevil what wasn't going to be in his suit until episode episode four cool so they're uh they're releasing the writers and directors because of um where is it because they want to be they want it to be they want it like they want to be smart about it now, you know, instead of just throwing stuff at the. Well, hopefully what they're realizing is that not everything in the Marvel universe needs to be fucking guardians and be slapstick bullshit. Cause that's what fucking hurt the newest Thor movie. That's what fucking hurt. Like strange was supposed to be a horror film and yet still tried to keep the fucking slapstick in there. I'm like, what are we doing? Your best elements are fucking Wanda just literally obliterating people. Why are we not just doing that the whole movie? Mm. Like, I just, we, there's too much Marvel comedy now. They've leaned too heavily into the comedy. And it's why I enjoyed the newest Black Panther movie so much because there really wasn't that comedy angle in it. It's mm-hmm. why I actually really enjoyed the newest Guardians movie is because they actually, like, the comedy that was in it was more precise and on point and on brand. Mm-hmm. While also having a very serious, deep storyline. Yeah. Like, give um, me actual depth to your story. Don't give me fucking She-Hulk. Yeah. Uh, so the Marvel Studios is changing how they make TVs. Uh, there were, they will have a showrunners who will write the pilots and show Bible. So my assumption is the, you know, plot line to the, all the shows. Um, Full time TV execs. And they're moving away from limited series formats into a multi-season uh, serialized TV. So here's my... You weren't fucking doing that before? You were just no. bringing in random people to write episodes and throwing it together? Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. That's what... Look, again, look at Star Wars and how you have Filion and Favreau as your two main guys who are fans of the show. And being like, okay, this is how we're weaving and waving all of our shows into making it, making a movie out of those shows, or you know what we want to do with the the name ba- Star we Wars. We know where we want to go. We have yes. to get here. You can do what yep. you want in between that, but you have to get here. Yeah, and and it's that crazy thing of like, so th- there. I've seen rumors about, um, you know, you said you uh, about She Hulk. Like, there's rumors like that's coming back, but again. There's rumors that it's not, you know, it's that 50-50 shot of She-Hulk because people liked it, people didn't. But it's also then you see, like, the main actress got was, like, the third lower, you know, third paid actor on the set or something. You know, it's like she wasn't getting paid as much as anybody else was. It's like, yeah, I saw that. Um, Who the fuck? Like, I guess the guy from the fucking Strange movies might have been getting paid more because he's so connected to the series Wong, at this point. Um, but who the fuck else? Uh, Fucking Cardi B got paid the second most on that fucking show. Um, so like, yeah, you know, they she wasn't getting paid as much, so it's like, oh, they might bring it back. Hulk probably um, got paid more. Hulk, than hers. yeah. So maybe her I, third paid isn't that crazy when I hear that. 
Yeah. I wanted another Moonlight and Moon Knight. Dude, and yeah, fucking that show was dope. I hope we get another Moon Knight. Can we get another season of that? Because Oscar Isaac was phenomenal and he he in in the uh, most recent he's like most recent interview, like they asked him what was his most prior and he's like Moon Knight is. It's like God, I should rewatch Moon Knight. That thing was fucking fantastic. Even though the CG is a little iffy at the end of that show. Yeah. The story for that is still fucking phenomenal. So and again, they left it open for another season. It's like just do it, please. Dude, left it, it open. They basically like were yeah. like, this is gonna be the plot point for the next season. And, and that I mean was, there's what, been pictures ago? of them being in Egypt fucking yeah. shoot like so maybe, maybe it's out there. Maybe. You know, give me uh, my other internet, daddy. Yeah, right. One's on my DeLorean. Give me my fucking my Marvel internet, daddy. Right. Can we please? You know, but again, we're seeing who knows what, you know, once this all the strikes and everything ends up and what Marvel, you know, because Feige's in charge, you know, but it's again, I think Feige was the fan net, but now he's like, okay, what can we do to, you know, what, what, what's our next thing? Yeah. Um, but it's those things of you know tighten up, damn it. Um, I know I since the other shows we weren't didn't talk about it. Barbie was a huge hit this past summer. You know, um, we don't know if we will get a sequel. We it's like that you know we should because of how it, a billion dollars. But the director's like, I'm not even thinking of doing a sequel yet. I have other yeah, ideas. She's got a fucking like mega series to do for Netflix first. Yeah, so she's doing that. Um. So are the two actors, uh, Margaret Robbie and uh, Ryan Gosling, are going to be in the Ocean's Eleven prequel? Man, it's got Men in Black International written all over it, doesn't it? And I yes. love the Ocean's fucking trilogy. And I love Ocean's 8. Man, the first time I heard that, I'm like, oh, no. This yeah. is going to be forced, isn't it? Because <laughs> at first it was like uh, Robbie being part of Ocean's like, okay. And then it, it was she was like. Before Barbie came out, the rumors were she was going to be in the uh, Pirates reboot the all, spinoff. The all-female Pirates. Yeah, Pirates, and now Oceans, and then all of a sudden, all that got scratched, and then Barbie hit it big, and then it's like, oh, well, no, we're going to do we're going to do everything with Margot Robbie, but Ryan Gosling has to be involved as well now. And it's like, you don't want to... It's like what you said with Men in Black International, when with... Uh, Hemsworth and Miss Tessa Thompson. Yes, you you you're throwing them all together. You you push them together because they had fantastic chemistry in Ragnarok. You think, oh, we're doing that in Men in Black, and then it didn't hit. And it's possible because of the fact that you didn't have the right writers. But again, you go to Thor four, and it's like it didn't hit as much as well. Again, and she was like one of the few bright spots in that movie, though. Yes, Tessa Thompson is fantastic. And then now you do Gosling and Barbie and now Oceans. It's just like, and I then will I say, said, though, I don't know if I've ever seen a like Ryan Gosling, a bad Ryan Gosling movie. I've, now, that's, I've, now saying that I've never seen Drive. But I've heard Drive is good, so I, I've heard Drive is good and I've heard um, his movie with I'm looking up. Because um, where are you? I'm to be uh, his movie with uh, Russell Crowe. The movie with Russell Crowe. Yeah, it is called where the nice is it the nice guys. Oh, the nice guys. Yeah, 
And he's and it's supposed to be uh, it's like a comedy. Yeah, it's like they're two cops. Yeah, or like one's a cop, one's a in private investigator, and I guess that's a fantastic movie. It's an action comedy crime thriller, and I guess like it's fun. Like Gosling's hilarious in it. Like, um, you it's know, it's a good Goss- that man has been in the entertainment industry as long as he has, and it's still mm-hmm. just seen as like a really good guy. Yeah. Like you never um, hear anything bad about Ryan Gosling. If you watch any of his stuff, they're like, "Hey, what's your favorite movie?" And he said, "Like Ghost Rider Two or Ghost Rider." And it's like, "Why is it Ghost Rider?" It's like the the chick in the the girl in the movie. She's pretty cute, and it's like Eva Mendes, and it's like it's his wife. Um, God damn it, Ryan Gosling! You know it's that a good son Gosling? of a bitch is forty two years old and looks like that. That, mm-hmm. that motherfucker. You know it's a good uh, La La Land. Yeah, you know it's a good uh, Gosling movie, and it's a rom com. Crazy Which Stupid one? Love. Dude, I fucking love Crazy Stupid Love. Yeah, you I, I, that movie's I, awesome. I I do too. I love it. It's a uh, the 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 big plot twist at the at the, like in the towards Dude, the end he, of yeah yeah God, that, that that fucking movie's great. Are you and you are why are you here type thing? I've that's like one of those scenes like oh they just nailed that perfect just like five minutes of just awkward that awkward like what what's going on. Now, Strongly Joe, we are, recommended. We are avoiding the elephant in the room, though. He did do a Netflix movie, which might be a piece of shit because it's a Netflix movie with the Gray Man. Uh, yeah, I heard that was okay, but again, that's uh also that's him and huge, uh, huge liability as a DB. Yes, again, people forget that he was a defensive back. Which again, I I really should go back and rewatch Remember the Titans because that's a great fucking movie. Ryan Gosling was in Horrible Bosses. I don't remember that. It showed up when I put in Ryan Gosling movies, and I don't remember him in that movie at all. I don't think he is. It's like, um, he's not. I'm on his IMDb right now. I wonder now. if he's like a producer or something for it. I, don't know. Uh, I did see, um, I have to, uh, he came out with an album in 2013. It's a, a folk scary music album. Oh my God. Um, it is called Dead Man's Bones. And it's a, a dark folk uh, rock duo of and it's just about scary music that he did. Amazing. I'm like, I, I got to give that a try. Um, But yeah, I, I just hope they don't kill the chemistry between I, they probably can't, but it's oh, they could with Gosling and her. And it's just like now I will say, though, one thing we are overlooking here is that Chris Hensworth is at best a below average actor. Mm-hmm. Whereas Ryan Gosling is a very much like near S tier actor, as well as Margot Robbie yeah. being a near S tier. Like Tessa Thompson could only carry a fucking mid tier. Like if Hemsworth wasn't so fucking hot, he wouldn't be what he is. But I mean, the man is just fucking chiseled fucking marble. But Gosling and Robbie are just fantastic actors. And the more I think about it, a movie where they just are quipping off of each other could work. Yeah. It, again, it's just we'll see how. And I don't know if we need it to be like in an already established franchise like Oceans. But what yeah. are you going to do? Yeah. Um, again, you know, it's like I said, mentioned about the you know, Barbie, like the director, you know, it's the crazy thing of 
Barbie being you know the bet you know one of the best movies of the year and the director you know you got to make a sequel and she's like I don't know we'll see and it's like dude Greta knows what the fuck she's doing she knows not to yeah. jump right back into that shit yeah she doesn't want to get fucking battleshipped yeah the the, the movie with uh Rihanna and uh, Liam uh with a uh, Neeson battleship yeah that that piece of shit. She doesn't want to get Unoed whenever that whatever that movie's gonna be made into. Because of how big Barbie was, you see that list of uh movies? Yeah, it was like Uno, um I think there was like a Polly Pocket movie. Um there's all sorts of board games on that bullshit. Yeah, where are you? Yeah, it's like Barney. Oh, here we go. Movies Dude, Barney's 40... gonna be a dark like yeah dark horror or something which seems bizarre i'm hoping it's kind of like um i it's what is it the um robin williams movie with edward norton that's the smoochie like that's a mm. dark kind of dark it's not it's not barney but it's like that would be an interesting way to go about it yeah um, but they came out with 14 movies after the hit of uh, Barbie of the American Girl doll, Barney, Christmas Balloon, Hot Wheels, The Magic 8-Ball, Major Matt Mason, Masters of the Universe, Matchbox, Polly Pockets, Rock'em Sock'em Robots, Thomas and Friends, Wishbone, Viewmaster, and Uno. Rock'em Sock'em, we had that with the Hugh Jackman movie, basically. With him and his robots, as Rock'em Sock'em. Yes, hopefully. Which, by the way, uh, Barbie comes out in like two weeks. I keep trying to find a f- the fucking steelbook, and there's still nothing available to buy. Really? So it's, it has me worried. That or it's just Best Buy doesn't have the steelbook. I should probably look elsewhere. I'm looking right now for you. Hmm. Uh-huh. Barbie 4K comes out in two weeks. Um, I'm like, yeah, I'm I not, see 4K. Yeah, I don't see a no steelbook. Steel there's God no steelbook. God damn, just the cover of the 4K that was fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, they, it's 4K and Blu-ray. That's it. Huh, interesting that they're not going to have one there. Oh, that's the beginning. <laughs> Those bastards. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you know, we talked about it earlier about the box office and about how uh dwindling down, right, Richard? Yeah. That's your setup. As we're talking oh, about, I jumping, uh, I thought we were gonna do last week's money first, but I can definitely oh, jump oh, into what's coming out next week. Yeah. It is um I haven't come up with a name for this segment yet, so we'll get to that eventually. Yeah. But it's a very small list this week. This segment could be very big some weeks. But not this week. And you'll find out why with the last movie that's coming out. Just four movies coming out to theaters this particular weekend. There are two movies that kind of came out. One on Wednesday, one on Monday. One was a Hulu direct release that looked like kind of a Hunger, not Hunger Games. What's the Korean show? Squid Uh, Games. Squid Games Games, ripoff type thing. And then there was another one on Monday. It is all Halloween month. So a bunch of scary movies releasing it against 
the mega movie we'll talk about at the end of this list. First, we'll start off with Dear David. After responding to internet trolls, a man becomes haunted by the ghost of a dead child named David. Based on the viral Twitter thread by BuzzFeed comic artist Adam Ellis. This is coming to a limited theater release. It is starring Augustus Prue and Andrea Bang. And if you don't know who that is, I'm right there with you. Mm. Um, Not looking like this is going to be a big one. The tomato meter released before release. Now, granted, as we learned not that long ago, Rotten Tomato, a questionable site nowadays. A nine is what this is coming in at for the pre-release reviews. So probably a miss here. Up next, Divinity. And maybe just go watch the trailer for this one, because this was a fucking... It's in black and white, some weird science fiction mindfuck. It centers on two mysterious brothers who abduct a mogul during his quest for immortality. Meanwhile, a seductive woman helps them launch a journey of self-discovery. Again, this is a limited theater release. It has Joe's main man, Stephen Dorff, in it, though. As well as Scott... Scott Bakula. No, there, there. He, he should have let off with that one, dude. Sorry. And then Moises Arias, who has been in a lot of films that have done well, but I did not recognize him right away. Still another movie you could probably miss. The uh, pre-release ratings coming in at a 45 on, on Rotten Tomato. Last, before we get to the mega release for this week, In the Fire. A doctor travels to a remote plantation to care for a boy with special abilities, sparking a debate between religion and science. It's like this weird thing where the where the town thinks this boy is like a devil reincarnate type thing. Everyone's favorite bed pooper, allegedly Amber Heard, comes in as a scientific lady to try and prove that he's not. It looks like he is. He's just killing a bunch of people. So that one. Again, limited theater release and straight to streaming on October 13th. Again, a 20 on the pre-release. So you can probably avoid this Amber Heard. Now, Joe, I don't know if you've heard of this little singer, little pop singer. Um, and I hope I get her name. It's um a Taylor Swift. Um, have you heard? I've, I think have I have. Taylor Swift. Uh, well, apparently of. she had a she had a tour this summer, mm. and she's releasing releasing a movie documentary type thing of said tour, and that comes out this week. So yeah, the Era Tour comes to theaters this week for release. Supposedly could dethrone Barbie at some point with the Swifties attacking the theaters on this. Apparently, it's a good film though. The pre release has it at a hundred on Rotten Tomato. But the D's come to the theater this week and not a lot else. Yeah. Um go here. Uh, um the day, you know, the yesterday, yeah, it's not out yet. So yeah, okay. Uh the Swifty the Swifties are taking over the fact that it's making pre box office Marvel like money to the point like we talked about the Marvels only maybe in 70. This is already over a hundred hundred million for this opening weekend, and I we know some front people who probably be going to like five showings, even though they went to five concerts. They're going to go to five showings. I wouldn't be surprised if they hopped a plane to San Francisco to go to the one true IMAX we can get to within a few hours to go yeah. see this film. Yeah. Um. 
So, uh, Rick, I have the box office for last week. If you want to know, and I, how, how I do, I do want to know. Okay. Uh, so last week, uh, number ten, by the way, is still Barbie. It's still in the top ten. Jesus Christ! Um, well, they did just do the re-release with like the twenty-second added scene. Yeah, uh, nine was Expendables with two point five. Expendables. Oh, that's four. another movie I want to go see. We need to go get tanked and go see that movie. Yeah, that, that's a Dollarita Applebee uh, moment. Uh, Not Equalizer. sponsored, by the way. We just love the Dollarita. Yeah, number but Applebee's. Was... If you want to sponsor us to drink yep. Dollaritas and go watch movies, we will do that gladly. We'll do it on the show. Come on, let's go. Um, number eight was the Equalizer three. Heard it's good. I've never seen any of them. I know there are like, people say it's a like John that's... Wick kind of thing, but I'm like, I don't know if I want to go that far. It is Denzel, though. He is. He's that's a good, true. Good, good that's man. true. Uh, number seven is Dumb Money. I want to see that, but not in, in theater watch, I feel. Yep. Uh, number six is The Haunting in Venice, which we did see. Enjoyed that film. Number five is called The Blind, and I think it's a. Uh... You know, uh, it's a horror film. If I no, remember, no, you're thinking of the one with Jessica Alba, The Eye. I think this is like a long four films. Uh, oh, it's about the oh, it's about the um, um, the duck family that was big. Couple, oh, gross. Uh, yeah, what the fuck do I ago. care about? Oh, it's talking about a hunting blind. Okay, oh, okay. that's doing well on Rotten Tomato. I'll give it that. Uh, number four is The Nun 2, one of the spooky movies. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, number three is The Creator. And uh, these next top it. these top three are uh, first weeks. So this is the uh, all came in the same week. This got 14 million. Number two was Saw 10 with 18 million, which saw, the Saw franchise has saw what Fast and Furious did with how to watch it in order to like uh, let me one up it um because this is saw 10 but it takes place between one and two yes yeah, how they rebuilt the original the iconic saw building of like that interrogation room that guy was trapped in um, from the first film the like honestly the only film i will watch God, God, that I, first one, so fucking good. I watched, um, yeah, I watched, I, I used to watch the Saw movies, and once I got to four, and four became the torture porn, I kind of stopped at that because I'm um, when I think I stopped at three. I think I stopped when the lady took over for him, like the chick from the second one who got no, she got away mm. in the first one, and then yeah. she got taken again, but it was because she's actually like. The understudy for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there. Uh, I follow the movies, but uh, there's like ten understudies for him. Uh, so to watch the Saw movies in chronological order, you have to do Jigsaw, Saw, Saw Ten, Two, Three, Four, Five, Six, Three D, and then uh, it says Jigsaw again. I don't know why. And then Spiral, the uh, book of Saw. That hurts my so- head. Yeah. Um, and then number one was Paul Patrol at with 22 million. Yeah. Kids have been asking to go see that. I need to make a plan to go see that one. We'll see if anything lasts in theater, though, or if everything's just Taylor. 
Yeah, I just love the fact that uh people uh um was trying to do the Barbie Heimer with this and it was like Saw Patrol. Yeah, like, I we're not we're not doing this, guys. That's a that's too much, people. That's a little too much. Yeah. yeah. So you're gonna take your kids to see uh Saw Ten or Paw Patrol Forest. Uh, it's like us going to see Air Force One and Men in Black. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, that's at the box office. Um anything are anything you're watching that you would like to recommend? Uh not at the moment. My watch list has been kind of short lately because of how busy I've been. Um yeah. go see the creator because I want it to do well. I want it that movie looks awesome and I want cool fucking space soap opera dramas to get big again. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. Then go see Expendables just because I love stupid movies. Yeah. Uh and go see Taylor Swift the Eras Tour. Yeah, I hear it's amazing. It's fucking she's the fucking queen of America. She would be president tomorrow if she wanted to be. Mm-hmm. I uh probably do a better job than some people. Yeah. Um, we I uh, here at the household we've been doing. Uh, the producer been is trying to watch a Halloween spooky movie once a night. The you know, since we're in October, she wants to build her uh, you know, gore eyes up more, and so she can watch them. And uh, we've started out slow. Um, we've done a Joyride. You know, it's not a horror, but it's that thriller type. Could be horror type if you put it. Uh, with Paul Walker and Steve Zahn. Still holds up in my book. Yeah, such a good movie. Um, what else have we watched? We watched uh, The Thing. So that As was we fun. learned last year that that is just fucking art. Yes. Uh, as, as we said it in the uh, fake movie experts about how uh, the effects could can destroy anybody's effects today. And that was like 1980, I want to say 82 or 83. Something like that, yeah. Um, we watched a uh, eighty-two. Yeah, I was right. Um, movie called uh, Werewolves Within. Um, it's a IFC comedy about like a ranger getting sent to a new location, and then all hell breaks loose when there's a werewolf on the loose. And Interesting. It was okay. It has the uh, actor, the actress from the AT and T commercials. Um, it was okay. I think some of the jokes hit, some of the jokes didn't, and it's just you was like, huh, okay, move, you know, move along. And I got to uh, in my mind, a little you know, uh, boring moment of like, all right, can we do something different here to move along the show? Um, but uh, I think we're gonna watch uh, Freaky. The Vince Vaughn Freaky Friday, but it's a horror movie. I don't think I've ever heard of that. Uh, it's basically it came out like a couple years ago, um, uh, in twenty twenty, and it's basically Freaky Friday, but Vince Vaughn gets switched with the girl, and he's the murderer, and then she, the girl who he, he switches bodies with, becomes the murderer type thing. Interesting. Um, That's an interesting take on that movie idea. That's actually kind of cool. And then uh, we're going to try to maybe watch uh, on Prime Totally Killer. I saw it's, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies on your list. I want to watch that film as well. Yeah. Totally Killer is kind of, I, I saw somebody said it's like 
um, hot tub time machine, but with murder. See, I never liked hot tub time machine. Really? It just it was too stupid for me. The jokes were too stupid for me to find them funny. Uh, okay, I, I enjoyed it. I ne- I've never watched the sequel because Cusack I heard never that thing's a real piece of shit. Yeah, they they tried to hit gold with that one again, and it's just like no. Um, but no, we're trying to do all the hall- uh you know Halloween. I'll, I'm going to do the uh, down the line Halloween movies again because it's you know the time of the season. I like I said when I did my rant about the multiverse there's five multiverses how i'll just watch all of them i'll probably um skip uh season of the rich and the rob zombie movies because yeah but you should go watch them not the rob zombie halloween movies but just the halloween movies period you know watch you, rob uh, zombie i'll just say this i watched uh on my own, the 2009 Friday the 13th reboot that they tried to do. And it was so dark that you couldn't really watch the movie because you they're in the forest and it's raining and it's pitch black. And you're like, what am I watching here? What am I seeing? And it's just people running through the you know forest and she's like, I can't see a damn thing. I hate that shit when they don't color balance their film. Yeah, and it's just, and then you know, there was like three scenes of the movie that's in daylight, so you can see what's happening. But the rest of the movie is at night, and it's just like I can't see who is what. But go watch the Halloween movies. You know, and I believe in a couple of weeks we're gonna do our top ten uh, favorite Halloween movies. Or, um, so start your list and get that going. I think, uh, I think that's it for this first, uh, you know, I don't think we're in that much trouble, but, you know, I think, uh, I think that's but it for the first episode. in a little podcast. Yes, we are. Uh, which you can go to uh, nosoentertainment.com. That's right, nosoentertainment.com, where you can find all the things we do for you. No Cell, uh, you know, the No Cell podcast. Um, what else? Uh, go get your, uh, you know, for our Bring out our sponsors. Uh, we like to sponsor Pow Pro Wrestling. Get your tickets there at uh, powprowrestling.eventbrite.com. Um, they have a. Uh, they're doing the the guy that runs. Um, Pow is doing um a art uh, another side project art house after dark. The I'm blanking what it used to. Not the was it the Bijou? Yeah, that was the previous the theater that's downtown. Not downtown, it's near campus. Yeah, that was a Bijou. Okay. There he is starting a um what is it called oh, now? It has a new name. It's it's the art house. That's what okay, it's called. Yeah. It's the Eugene Art House. And uh they're doing uh they're bringing in the best in retro horror and cult cinema. So there was a wrestling event on Friday the thirteenth, but on the twentieth they're starting a the the starting with the first movie, which will be the first Friday the 13th. Ooh, nice. That's a good way to kick so, things off. Yeah. So, uh, you know, get your tickets for that. But, um, yeah, go to nosellentainment.com and you can find everything there. You can find us all on the social medias on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Discord. We're on Discord. Uh, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and wherever you listen to your podcasts. 